Welcome to the Realtors Land Institute podcast, the voices of land, the industry's leading land real estate organization. Hello, this is Justin Osborne, accredited land consultant with the Wells Group Real Estate Brokerage in Southern Colorado and Northern New Mexico. Today's podcast guest is going to be Luke Glass with Real X Ventures. Today's topic is going to be property rights, the new gold rush for land agents. Luke is an executive with experience in a software startup company, leader of a turnaround, and GM of an established multi-product growth company. Most recently served as executive vice president at Realtor.com, driving its industry relationships, software strategy, and contributing to the company's overall vision for the future. Luke, thank you for being with us today. Good to be here, Justin. Well, I'm uh, very excited to hear uh, about RealX Ventures. I was playing around on the website, just taking a look at what y'all are doing. Um, and this looks like some stuff that could really be beneficial, not only uh, for the land agents that are listening to this, but especially for the clients that we serve. Absolutely. So let's just talk about what the uh, gold rush is. We believe there's $500 million in commissions up for grabs over the next 10 years, leasing property rights for energy production, primarily in wind, solar, oil and gas, and a handful of others. There's a really big marketplace and there's going to be a shift in our country in how energy is produced. And we're going to need millions of acres of solar around the country and tens of millions of rooftop square footage across the country. And there's going to be a real opportunity uh, over the next 10, 20, 30 years for agents to really get involved in this process. Because every one of those companies needs access to land to generate that energy. And your clients need you. Uh, They need you to help them in that process uh, and go out and understand what these property rights mean. And so when we talk about this new gold rush for agents, this is really what we mean. There is uh, now RealX is an exchange for landowners to more easily connect with the buyers who want access to their land. And so I see that you guys have, uh, looks like a few different categories, solar, wind, oil and gas, timber, cellular towers, pipelines, transmission lines, and agriculture. I'm just curious as to, kind of out of all those that I just listed, what you're seeing maybe as the top two or three, uh, the most demand for right now? Yeah, so there is a clear winner at the moment and it's solar. Uh, The United States installed more solar in the first quarter than any other prior quarter in history. Uh, And we think you're just gonna continue seeing high watermarks uh, every quarter from here on out. Uh, And so solar has been the most um, uh, resilient during the COVID pandemic. Um, The investors still have money. The solar developers are still being aggressive. Uh, They're still leasing property and rooftops. Uh, I'll tell your listeners right now that if you have a client with a 200 acre tract of land, I can guarantee that solar developers will contact you and, and start talking to you about what they can do on that property. These idea of these utility scale solar projects, which are 200 acres and over, uh, are really lucrative. And they'll look at land in every state in the United States. So don't discount yourself if you're in one of those cloudy places. We're closing on a 500 acre tract in Pennsylvania right now, which is not the sunniest place in the world uh, in the United States. So solar is the clear uh, kind of leader uh, in the space. The second would be oil and gas. 
Uh, it is the largest and most liquid of the markets currently, uh, but oil and gas has had a kind of a real kind of setback over the last six months during the COVID pandemic. Um, a lot of activity has slowed. There are still deals getting done on Relex in oil and gas, uh, leasing property uh, and looking at properties that have existing wells on them already to buy the mineral rights in them. Uh, but it's slowed down a bit, uh, but it's still rather large. And then the third is kind of a toss up. You kind of have timber, uh, which is one of the verticals that, uh, that in the southeast is really popular and in the northwest. Uh, cell towers, I think, is actually going to be the biggest, but mainly on commercial rooftops because 5G needs smaller towers closer together. So think more rooftops than more towers and fields. Uh, and, then, uh, and then wind. Uh, I think wind is going to continue to grow. I think solar will outpace wind in our energy production. Uh, you just need more land. It obviously has to be windy. Uh, and the permitting process is a little harder. Uh, no one really loves the windmills. Uh, as compared to like a solar panel, which you can't really see from the ground very well. So uh, I think those are kind of your top two, which is solar and then oil and gas, and then a handful of other offerings I think will grow in, uh, over the next uh, couple uh, couple decades as well. Gotcha. Well, it's definitely educational. Thank you. Um, are you kind of acting as a middleman, so to say, where you're putting a buyer and a seller together, or are you in a situation where you have to actually uh, be licensed, have a real estate license in each state in order to conduct these transactions? Yeah, so we are not a brokerage. Uh, we don't represent the seller in the transaction, nor do we represent the buyer in the transaction. So we're the technology that sits in the middle. And we look at ourselves as that connective tissue. So when we started RealX, I'll tell you what we did. You know, we called one of the big solar developers and said, hey, if you're going to do a community solar project outside of Philadelphia, which is about a 30-acre tract of land, where do you start? And they said, well, first we send out postcards to everyone in the county. And then if you know, we don't get a good response, then we have interns cold call people and say, hi, this is Luke with Solar Company A. Uh, and he said, well, then that doesn't work real well. Then we hire feet on the street to go out and knock on doors, right, with pamphlets and marketing materials. And so, you know, early on we thought, gosh, that just cannot be the right way for these solar developers to find the acres that they need to operate their businesses. Um, and so it became very clear to us that across all property rights, oil and gas and timber and cell towers, it works largely the same, very fragmented. Um, and so in a space where billions of dollars get spent every year, leasing these acres and leasing this land and rooftops, it was clear to us there was no aggregated database of these property rights. And so that's what Realex's thesis was. There has to be a better way than postcards, cold calling and knocking on people's doors. And we really thought, that the real estate professional was the key to that. They know their area. They know the local landowners. They already have relationships with these people that control their land, uh, and they can go out and be the conduit for all this to happen. So we built the technology. Uh, we actually ended up getting an investment from Second Century Ventures, which is the venture capital arm of the National Association of Realtors. So they really saw the value for realtors to get involved in this uh, income stream and be the conduit for that. So we're just the technology in the middle the realtor, uh, the real estate professional still represents the sell side and the client, just like they would in a traditional transaction. And then on the buy side, you know, the solar developer, the wind company, the oil and gas company, you know, they make the offers and represent their own interests in the exchange as well. Man, that, that sounds so uh, just, just effective. You know, I mean, when you, when you tell the story about the way they were doing it with the postcards, and I've had clients that have called me that have received those postcards and, 
you know, where, where I'm at, it's extremely mountainous. I mean, once we start getting out on some of the plains, um, I could see where those solar projects would work really well. Um, but you just think about the dollars that were wasted, you know, spending money on postcards and interns and door knocking on um, uh, just an operation management nightmare. And it sounds like that you've really simplified this process and filled a niche uh, that's really going to help a lot of people. Yeah, I'll tell you, the story goes, we had that 500-acre tract of land in Pennsylvania. The landowner had owned it for many years. In fact, he'd actually said that he'd had some inquiries for solar over the years, but nothing had ever came of it. So about three months ago, we listed his acreage on the exchange, and uh, I can tell he was a little skeptical. He's like, ah, you know, no harm, right? Uh, we don't charge the landowner anything. We don't charge the agent or broker anything to register the property in the system. So he registered the 500 acres on RealX. Uh, two months later, uh, we had our, uh, a new solar developer come on the platform, and on the same day they got their login, they found this 500-acre tract, asked us to connect them with the landowner, and uh, as of this week, they sent over an agreement for a 20-year lease on the property. Uh, right. Now, we haven't seen the numbers yet, but I'm telling that deal is going to be north of $5 million over 20 years. I mean, that landowner is going to generate 250 to 500 grand a, a year. Um, if they get to operational status and get this agreement done. So it's, it's really big money. And that's on one 500-acre tract of land. Uh, and so there, uh, there's real money here. And at the end of the day, we want real estate professionals representing that land in an exchange and getting a commission on that money. Man, that sounds great. So no fees up front, kind of like the, the real estate world, I imagine, where uh, it goes online mm -hmm. and then when everything gets locked up, you, you collect a commission or you get paid for, for putting the deal together. Is that a correct assumption? Yeah, that's right. So we, uh, the real estate professional, when they're working with their landowner, would agree to a commission just like they would if they were selling the ranch or selling the house, right? And say, I'm going to represent your property rights in RealX and I'm going to charge you 8%. 6%, 10%, whatever they choose to list those property rights at with that landowner. And then they ask that landowner that host of questions, right? Would you be willing to do solar? Yes or no. Wind? Yes or no. Oil and gas mineral rights? Yes or no. Do you own them? Do you not own them? And we help along the way if they have questions with, you know, what property rights they do or don't own. It gets a little more complicated subsurface, right? So now they've executed that listing agreement with the landowner. And again, no fees to anyone to execute the listing agreement or to register the property rights. And then when we do a successful transaction, RealX takes a 3% success fee and the agent gets the balance. So if they listed at 8%, agent ends up getting 5%, RealX takes a 3% success fee on the transaction. So we only succeed when the agent succeeds. So we're doing our best to make sure the data is right, collecting all the data, making sure that we're getting it displayed correctly, and then making sure that the buyers have access to it through the exchange uh, as well. Gotcha. Okay. And are most of your your buyers for these property rights, are they are they coming in and doing long-term leases, it sounds like, or do you have any of them that are coming in and saying, look, not only do we want uh, the, the solar rights, but, you know, we'd really like to just own that property. And so we'd like to buy mm -hmm. that whole 200-acre piece of land so that we can control uh, everything with it, you know, assuming the mineral rights are included, of course. But do you see stuff like that, or is it just mostly leasing? Yeah, we do. So the bulk of it, though, is just leasing, right? The bulk of the platform is built around this idea that you're either going to lease or, or acquire the mineral rights, but acquiring the subsurface rights is a little different, right? Um, and most of the surface property rights is a lease. However, we do at times get people saying, hey, I just want to buy the property. And in that case, we just go back to the same listing agent and say, hey, you know, there's an offer. 
you need to go back and talk to the landowner if they're willing to sell. And then you would sign a listing agreement, you know, just like you traditionally would. And then we'd get the buyer to make that offer directly to that listing agent. So it does happen, um, but it's not what we're kind of core set up for. Um, but in that case, it just becomes a traditional real estate transaction uh, where the listing agent is going to go back out and sign a listing agreement that says, hey, we need to sign something to sell the whole farm now, if you want to. Gotcha. That makes sense. Where would you say, kind of geo, ge, just geographically speaking, you're seeing the most demand for this stuff? I mean, I, I would imagine the, the timber uh, rights is very specific to certain parts of the country. Um, but what can you mm -hmm. kind of educate our listeners on in regards to, you know, if you're in this certain region of the country, we're seeing a pretty strong demand for blank kind of property rights. Yeah. So let's start with solar because it's the hottest. So I'll go in the order of the hotness, right? Uh, in solar, there's three types. The first type is utility scale, which I mentioned, 200 acres and up. Um, they will look at any property in the nation. If you've got a big tract of land that's close to phase three transmission lines and a couple other criteria. So one, everyone that's listening today, if you have a tract of land of that size, you know, it's mostly cleared, right? Not, not, uh, not too many trees, then you, you can, you'll get a look today. Community solar are these 30 acre lots, right? And there are a handful of states that have better incentives than others at the moment. So New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, um, North Carolina, uh, some parts in the Midwest and Illinois and Indiana. And so we have some target states that we can share, right, with, uh, with the audience as well and say, hey, these are the states with the most activity. And we can see where all the buyers are searching, right? I mean, that's one of the powers of RealX is we know where the buyers are looking uh, and so we can really help target the broker's efforts. Uh, but these community solar projects, I'm telling you, over the next decade are going to be in every state in the country. Almost every state has some legislation going through right now to open up development and private development for these community solar projects. So even though there's some hot states today, it's beneficial to get ahead of this, right? Kind of like that idea of a gold rush. Uh, get out there, get the properties registered now. And your state might not pass incentives for two years, but get in front of it. And then the third type is a rooftop solar. Uh, and rooftop solar is if you have anybody in your network that has commercial properties, retail, industrial, warehouses. So think 50,000 square feet of rooftop and up, uh, super hot right now as well. And again, that's nationwide because there's lots of different options for these solar companies to generate. Even if they're just going to generate power for the building, they can still generate that power at a discount to utility rates today. So these commercial building owners take no money out of their own pocket, get solar on the roof so they can now be a hundred percent solar powered company uh, and save 10 to 15% on their monthly utility bills. So, and again, that'll work nationwide as well. So there are some states where solar is better than others currently, um, probably about 15 states. And then, uh, and then, like I said, rooftop and utility is everywhere. Oil and gas, you know if you're in an oil and gas market or not. Almost everyone knows if they've seen the trucks driving around or the rigs in their, in their market. Again, about 15 to 20 states in the United States have viable oil and gas rights. Uh, and so this is a market where, look, there's going to be more leasing uh, of oil and gas rights. Uh, look, our, com our country is still going to get approximately 50% of its energy from natural gas by the year 2050. Uh, that's kind of our best estimates. Uh, you can burn natural gas with zero carbon emissions 
and it's still going to be a big part of our energy future. So every one of those companies still needs to drill new wells and still needs to find access to new inventory in order to, for that to be true. Um, you know, some estimates are 70%. We think it's more like a 50, 50, um, by the year 2050, I spent some time at Carnegie Mellon with some of the, uh, people there to figure out what their best guess was. And, uh, after talking with a few of them, I think the best guess is 50% renewable, 50% natural gas by the year 2050 is a, is a safe estimate. Man. Yeah. That's, that, that's crazy to hear that it's going to be that high, but that's going to be really, really good. I think when it happens, you know, listening, yeah. listening to how, involved and complicated these transactions are just made me think of an article that I was just reading yesterday in Realtor Magazine that's put out by the National Association of Realtors. And it said that in the next 20 years, 86% of the realtors in the United States will be replaced by robots. Uh, and it, I just read that and I'm like, that, that just does not seem... At, possible to me. And then I guess when you start thinking about all the, the residential realtors out there that focus on selling homes and, and neighborhoods and, you know, lot and block subdivisions and everything the same, okay, maybe that's possible. But then I listen to this conversation, you know, that we're having right now and think about the complexity that's involved in these transactions. And I just think what a great way for those 86% to separate themselves from the competition to say, look, there is no way a robot or any type of website can do something like this without there being human interaction, without there being involvement from us, the true professionals. And it just, it makes me really hopeful that there's going to be more people that can learn this kind of stuff to help separate them from their competition. And really, you know, the bottom line is, is benefiting our clients best interest and putting these buyers and sellers together. Yeah, it's all about providing service to that client, right? And every client wants someone to tell them they're doing the right thing, right? And they don't want a robot telling them they're doing the right thing. They want another human who's done a deal like this before telling them that they're doing the right, the right thing. And so I think you're right. This is just another way for you as the land professional to be the one-stop shop for all things land, right? And you talked about it being complicated. And there are some complications behind the scenes. But we try at Relax to take all that out of it, right? What we're really asking the land professional to do up front is capture landowner intent, right? Is that landowner willing in any way, shape, or form to do solar on their property, et cetera? Then we have them collect some data, but we go validate a lot of that data, right? We look at the slope of the land. We look at the distance of the phase three transmission lines. We do some scoring to try to figure out which properties are the best, right, for this. So we take all that complexity out of it. And then when the deals get, when the offers come through, we're here to answer any questions that the realtor has. We're not expecting the land professionals listening today to become solar experts overnight and know every single term and, you know, who cuts the grass and who takes the panels down at the end, right? All of that's part of the process. Uh, there is always going to be an attorney involved at the end on the closing representing the, uh, the seller in these deals. Uh, and then we also help coordinate the closing, getting all the deeds filed and everything that needs done to effectuate these deals. So we really do go end to end. Um, and we're not expecting, you know, the real estate professionals to become experts overnight uh, in any of these aspects. We're really expecting them to leverage their relationships with these landowners, right, and represent their best interest in the process. Uh, I tell realtors sometimes, look, you don't know how to fix a leaking uh, water heater, 
but you know how to get it fixed, right? You know who to call. You get the guy in there. You fix, get the thing fixed, and you sell the house, right? So a lot of what we do is very similar, right? You don't know how to do a title search on oil and gas, right? Right? But that's what we're here for, right? And, uh, and we've got the processes in place to simplify a lot of that. Well, I love it, man. It's just a, another really valuable tool for our listeners to put in their toolbox. Um, anything else as we're wrapping up, Luke, that you want to throw out for the benefit of those that are listening? Uh, I think to summarize, it's, we think it's a simple equation. You bring the landowners, we bring the technology and the buyers, and then together we close, right? And that's as simple as I think I can boil it down uh, because there are deals out there to be done right now. We have solar developers who have capital who are just waiting for the right piece of land to come on the system. Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of dry powder ready to uh, kind of sign leases. And so we really need to kind of ramp up the acreage in our system. And the way we do that is through the listeners today and their relationships with landowners out in the marketplace. Uh, so we look forward to kind of changing the landscape uh, of the United States over the next 30 years. And I think realtors and land professionals are going to have a big part to play in how that happens and which clients ultimately end up getting the land. Uh, and getting these leases and these lucrative deals. Because I'll tell you, Justin, to end on this note, when our solar developers log in and look for that 500-acre tract in Pennsylvania, there's lots of 500-acre tracts that would have worked, but they picked the one that was the easiest one to find in real life. So when you get your clients registered, you're giving them an advantage over their neighbors and other people that are looking to find these, because real life is by far the easiest way for these solar developers to find the land they're looking for. For our listeners that are wanting to find more information about the RealX company, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, I would say there's one thing to do. RealX.io is our website, and there's a lead form on that website where you can contact us directly, and we'll be right back in touch with you. So again, RealX.io, uh, and fill out a lead form on the site. But you can always send an email directly to us as well. Chris at RealX, he's our head of broker services, or Luke at RealX.io. And either one of us be happy to work with you. I'd like to thank you for joining us today, Luke. RealX has put on two RLI webinars and was awarded as a 2019 Land Technology Accelerator Program winner. They're part of the RLI Member Advantage Program partner, offering our RLI members an exclusive discount on their services. We encourage all RLI members to check out the MAP offering by logging into your member account at rliland.com. Thank you very much, Luke. Thank you. Appreciate it.